The gospel of today presents to us the temptation of our Lord Jesus Christ and what took place between the Lord Jesus Christ and the devil. Jesus, in the course of his public ministry, said to us, If they've persecuted me, be rest assured that they will persecute you. So if Jesus is tempted by the devil, we can be rest assured that we will experience the same thing. And the scripture attested to this when it says to us that Jesus is tempted in every way like us, but he did not sin. He did not listen to the command of the tempter. In the same way, in times when we experience temptation, which I think is every day, most times of the day. There is one temptation or the other we are battling with. But the greatest of all these temptation will be that that will make us to reject God, putting before us, calling us to a life of idolatry, serving material things, serving power or earthly glory at the expense of our souls. And the Lord Jesus Christ in the gospel said, what profit will it be for anyone who gains the whole world and forfeit his or her soul? The devil made me does it is a phrase that was coined by Comedia Flip Wisin as kids, when we are caught doing what we know is wrong, we often look for someone or something outside of ourselves to blame. And I think, reflecting on this, I think it is a kind of a, something that has to do with human nature, something we probably inherited from our first parents. When they disobeyed God, when they rebelled against the authority of God, and God asked Adam, why did you do this? Said the woman you gave me, made me do it. <coughs> and the Lord God asked the woman, but woman, why did you do this? He said the, he said, the serpent made me to do it. Most people in prisons today, especially those who really committed the offense, when asked, why do they do something like that? It's most likely they will point to the devil that as the cause of what they did. But again, we have a free will. We have the free will to choose what is good for us by listening to God 
and by calling upon the name of the Lord, as St. Paul encourages us in the second reading of today. Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord God will never go disappointed. And as the psalmist says, be with me, Lord, when I am in trouble. Temptation is a moment of trouble that we have a higher power living right inside us that can help us to overcome the advances of this evil one. Because he who lives in us is greater than he who lives in the world. The temptation itself is, isn't wrongdoing. The wrongdoing is the choice to do what we know we ought not, what we know we ought us, and what diminishes who we are as sons and daughters of God. From time to time, we each face with one temptation or the other. There is always the temptation to tear down others in order to look good. Temptation to lie, to cheat, to refuse to respond to the needs of others. Moments like this not only diminishes who we are, but also tarnish our identity and rob us of our dignity. Today's first, all the three readings of today are concerned with faithfulness to God. The first reading describes the ceremony of the offering of God, of offering to God of the first fruit of the harvest. It was an occasion for the people to thank God, to give praise to God, not only for the blessings of the harvest, but also for all God has done for them in the past. The creed which they recited is a summary of Israel's early history and humble origins. Just as we gather today to offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving, the sacrifice of praise to God, looking back, not just for today, but looking back in the course of the last two years, things have been so difficult everywhere around the world. And we're just coming out of this COVID situation, coming together to thank and praise God for the gift of our lives. And at the same time, we remember in a special way those who have died, that they may rest in peace. The second reading offers us the Christian creed in its simplest form. Jesus is the Lord. He died for our sins and was raised up for our justification, Paul tells us in the second reading of today. We are called to profess this faith not only with our lips, but in manners of our lives. In the gospel, we listen to the temptation of Jesus by the devil. Following his baptism, Jesus was led into the desert for 40 days of fasting and praying. In the Old Testament, two of our heroes, 
Two heroes of our faith underwent similar experiences, Moses and Elijah. They both fast for 40 days. For Moses and Elijah, it was for a particular encounter with God. Why for Jesus, it is an encounter with temptation. In Lent, we fast for both reasons, to prepare ourselves for an encounter with a loving God on our holiest feast of the year, the feast of, of Easter, and also to strengthen us against temptation of every kind. Jesus' temptation in the desert reminds us that we are not alone when faced with our temptation. We have Jesus within us and around us, and all we need to do is to call upon him and to listen to what he prompts to us. If we efforts in our struggles against temptation, trials, and hardship, be it hardship of his health, whether of, whether of our own or that of someone we loved. If we help us through suffering associated with lost jobs or economic setback, it is with us when we endure the pain of broken relationship or even we are, when we are troubled by a wayward child. How we react to these trials or temptation in our lives is a clear indication of our trust and confidence in God who creates us and who loves us so dearly. This is not an easy task, I believe. If it, if it is an easy one, probably we won't be talking about it. But Jesus, since he went through his own temptation, has made the way a little easier for us to do what he did by uniting ourselves, being in union with our God and Creator and Father, and continue to call upon him every day in prayer, just as Jesus always do. By taking up the spiritual practice of fast, of fasting, praying, and almsgiving, during Lent, we open up space and time within ourselves for that which provides us true nourishment, God himself, and not some material things, or when we try to build any earthly glory for ourselves. Let us therefore invite God into our situation when experiencing temptation, so that filled with the Holy Spirit, we might be empowered to follow in the footsteps of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is our glory and joy of heaven. <laughs>